Hi, this is Kenya Kolviak, and welcome to my magical cottage core life. Today, I need you to take out your big book of stuff, and we're going to talk about sachets. Now, when I'm talking about sachets, I don't mean sachet as far as walking down the runway. I mean sachets as far as the little bitty tiny parcels and packets that you see filled with herbs that are kept in drawers, that are kept in closets or hope chests or other objects in order to be able to prevent musty smells, uh, to deter vermin, and to give an overall vibe of hominess and kindness. Yes, kindness. Kindness is part of one of the things that we convey when we practice leisure arts. And leisure arts are something that are beginning to come back. And we can thank the global situation for that one blessing in the bane that has been this global situation. With all the sadness and all of the suffering, we find joys in rediscovering those parts of the humanities that give us definition, that give us culture, that continue to live on through teachings that came before us and through discoveries of new techniques and teachings now. So let's get ready to do some sachets. Now, for those of you who may be unfamiliar with the appearance of them, you know, maybe this is the first time you've heard of them. And that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. It is kind of an old timey thing. So one of the ways to find them, you know, in regular life is if you actually go antiquing, you'll notice that they may be in drawers or in uh, small jewelry boxes or in vanities and they're there not just and I don't mean the cedar ones because people put cedar balls and cedar sachets in there I'm talking about the little bitty tiny parcels they're there to give it a good scent because when furniture or clothing sits for a long time it can become stale and sachets are one of the ways to avoid that but they go back a little farther than that as well because if you look at what they actually are they are things that would be in a gentle person's home and I don't mean gentle as in peerage or in an upic's time in the garden and just wants to maybe enhance a little bit of the layers of their lives so this is something that's very much closer to the land, very much closer to an agrarian style. And if you grow lavender and chamomile in your garden, you would automatically know that these things smell nice outside, so maybe they'll smell nice indoors. So the most common sachets you will find are generally lavender or lavender and chamomile. However, they're not always stuck there. Uh, you can also use rose, but one of the reasons that people don't always use rose is very few varieties will hold their scent uh, for years the same way that lavender might. 
That doesn't mean all won't, but some of the newer varieties are more show than scent. So when you're putting together your sachet, you want to have something that's strongly scented enough that it will hold its scent, but not overpower everything else in the drawer. So if you've seen these little tiny little packets that look like they're pieces of like lace or chiffon, you know, trico, linen, even cheesecloth sometimes, uh, you can even find them covered in the kind of handkerchief material that's like a super loose linen. You will probably see they have a little edging of lace and ribbon. It's not, it is not necessary that they be frilly. But one of the reasons they are is because it's pretty. It also lets you know that this is something that is meant to be there. So you, again, you'll find them antiquing, you'll find them in certain grandparents' homes. It's not necessarily something that is about being rich or poor. It's just another level of kindness and one of the skills when it comes down to making a house a home. Uh, let's move to the next portion. So if you want to make your own sachet, I do recommend adding those frills and things so that you know that you're not going to confuse it in your collection with your soaking packets, things for your foot soak or your bath soaks. Because when you make herbal baths, I'm going to get into that later on, you want to put them in packets as well so that you don't wind up clogging your drain. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's pretty practical that way. But moving forward, let's talk about making one. Now, generally they should be no larger than the palm of your hand. And usually they're in an oblong shape or a circular shape. I don't often see them in squares. There's nothing wrong with it if they're in a square. It's completely up to you. Another thing is, is that if you're going to make a sachet, you kind of want to decide if it's going to be refillable or if it's going to be something that is permanent. Nine times out of ten, when I see these, they are not refillable. They are stitched shut, which means if you wanted to replace the inside, you would literally have to seam rip out the fab, the, the, either the filaments or the embroidery floss or whatever they use to close it in order to access the contents. And then there's also the kinds that I like to make, and I make them so that they are refillable. I usually use the rice bags that you get for weddings. No, I don't throw rice at weddings any longer. I throw birdseed. But sometimes, just sometimes, I might throw cooked rice because that way no one would get hurt. But if I were going to do that, I might put like three grains. Why? Just because of the symbolism of fertility and prosperity and only three grains and only inside the church because I don't want to hurt any birds. Okay. That being said, you didn't ask all that, but I gave it to you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that being said, I would recommend that if you're going to do this, uh, you need to find your own speed. Some people don't do well stitching things themselves you know so you know because of hand issues sometimes the dexterity is not there having dealt in situations where people had challenges with occupational health everyone doesn't have the dexterity so 
there is nothing wrong with using pre-made sachets. So please don't think that you have to sit down with your little bitty glasses and try to make everything by hand and no, it's it's fine. It's absolutely fine. There are no rules here. So if you want to use them pre-made, go right ahead. But if you want to stitch them, in general, it's very easy. It's a simple running stitch all around the edges. And then you just leave the top open, put your herbs in, and then you stitch it closed. Easy peasy, pretty simple. Any decorations you want to put on, that's simple too. You can put on lace, but you don't have to. But I would recommend you stick with softer decorations because oftentimes these things will be touching fine linens or delicates and you don't want them to snag the weave and the weft. So you don't want runs in your nylons is basically what I'm saying. All right, let's go on to the next portion. Let's talk about the scents you might want to choose depending on your personal preference. I did mention lavender and chamomile because that is a very common one, but you don't have to just stick with those. You know, honeysuckle has a very light fragrance, but you can use it as part of a blend. You can use other blends like uh, heliotrope, patchouli, and maybe a tiny bit of cinnamon. Just keep in mind that whatever whatever you use as your scent base, there will be the hint of that in the drawer. And after a while, some of the clothing garments will get a little bit scented depending on the proximity in the storage container. So if it's something that's overly strong, you want to keep that in mind. Some people have allergies. And that's the other reason that I'm telling you you don't have to use lavender because I know several people who are allergic to lavender. So you don't want to get into a situation where you have someone sneezing all through lunch because they're allergic to your garments. That's a very extreme example, but I have seen it happen. So just something to keep in mind. Now for those who like the more masculine kind of scents, and before we start that, you don't have to be male to be masculine. Um, it's just this a family of scents that have traditional associations with that kind of energy. You might want to have a little bit more boldness. So you might want to use something spicy, like maybe, again, I love patchouli, but it doesn't have to be patchouli. You might go along the line with maybe a pine or a spruce scent. Uh, you know some needles in there and then you can also add to that something spicy like um, a bay or even a basil basil and sage and mint has its own blend and if you ever get a chance to put them together you'll see what I mean so don't be afraid to experiment with the things that are growing in the garden that have a scent something else you want to keep in mind is that you want to be careful when choosing flowers for your sachet that they are not something that's going to cause dermatitis. Just because it smells prettily and just because it's gorgeous to look at doesn't mean it's safe for you to touch. One example would be narrow leaf veiny rue flowers. They're beautiful, happy yellow, but for people who are pregnant, 
or who are possibly wanting to get pregnant or who have very sensitive skin, the sap associated with that flower might cause you to break out. Now, this is one of those situations where you don't want to confuse aesthetics with scents because also it has its own scent and some people like it, some people don't. But in this case, I've seen it added to sachets just for the coloring and just for the flower without thought to whether or not it would be a safe thing. Another thing you can use for appearance and as a filler if you don't have a lot of herbs to fill the sachet that wouldn't be overly powerful is to use the flowers of the Queen Anne's Lace after they've been dried, before they become baskets or even after. You can put them in the sachet, it takes it up, it makes it really pretty, uh, fills it out beautifully and serves as a very lesser scented filler to help make you layer scents together and if you do that one of the flowers that goes really well with that um, as far as the Queen Anne's lace flower is actually hyssop. Hyssop does have a smell you just have to take a time to smell it and you could also add anise hyssop with that too to give you a licorice boost. Okay so let's move on I've talked enough about that part. Other uses for sachets beyond just adding a touch of scent and a a touch of beauty, uh, you may see them used in food and that's when you're using a cooking sachet and that's not exactly what that's called but I would like to say this is a different episode. I will get into those another time but you also use them to deter vermin. We talked about that because if you use a very strongly scented sachet blend, then you would actually deter things like beetles and uh, I think they're called Demetrius beetles and you would deter moths with certain scents. You can use spruce and cedar together, the cedar shavings or cedar wood or cedar leaves um, along with a little bit of juniper like juniper, juniper berry and that would be a good scent as well. Now for those of you who like to know folklore and uh, you know beliefs and things like that I would recommend juniper wherever you put something in around children because they are very protective. Uh, children's herbs that you know offer protection, uh, you can look them up. But maybe if you have access to something like shooting star, uh, juniper, and either a rosemary or a, a crabapple flower, this will be something very calming and protective for a children's room. So. I would recommend maybe looking into those kinds of herbs. If you're trying to draw love, then definitely, you know, something like lilies and roses and things would come to mind. But keep in mind in the language of flowers, as well as the energy of flowers, just because it seems like it's something that's pretty, it might not be conveying the message you want as far as if you're giving it to someone, because there is such a thing as the language of flowers. And we're going to talk about Tessie Mussies uh, very soon. So that's going to be an episode coming up. And we're just going to talk a little bit about the language of flowers in that one too. So keep that in mind. Maybe make a little note in your book of stuff. So just a thought, just just a thought to keep in mind when you're, you're dealing with the energies and folklore behind these different herbs.
so I guess we've come to the end of our sachet journey together. And I hope you had fun. I always enjoy talking to my friends, and we're friends, right? Keep in mind also that you can add other things to your sachet. Don't let just the flowers themselves and the leaves of those flowers be the only limit you have. Don't be shy. Add dried berries uh, that have a large, you know, amount of scent signature to them. You know, just don't be shy. Just keep in mind that whatever you have should be thoroughly dried before you use it. You don't want anything drawing rot into your drawer. You don't want anything that would overpower uh, a very tiny container. So keep in mind that what you're using, use an appropriate amount of herb to whatever it is you're storing and however large the container may be. You can also decorate it with fun things like buttons or pins and patches. Go wild, make it yours, add seed beads, rock it out, you know? So I guess that that's it, that's everything. So I do so enjoy having these chats with you. And if you'd like to drop me a line, a review, if you'd like to tell me what you'd like me to cover next, please find me on Facebook. I'm under my Magical Cottage Core Life. And there's a group associated with that page that's just starting up. It's called The Shire, um, under my Magical Cottage Core Shire. So uh, you'll find it if you go to my page. And I am so, so happy, so happy that my microphone was fixed. So maybe you can hear me a little bit better now. All right. Also, drop me a line and let me know if you like the new uh, music style because I've been going back and forth between the anchor music and uploading other music. So let me know which one is your preference. All right. Until next time. Keep it cheeky breaky, my friends. Today's music was Tea Roots by Kevin McLeod. Find him on Incompetech.